With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Hello and welcome to Trample Bet for Saturday the 22nd of February 2020. I'm not John Walker, but I am your host, Gordo, and with me, as always, is Andy. Hi, Gordon. How you doing? So John's face is massive, is what he texted us. That was the his reason. He had a giant face this week. So uh, He has sent comprehensive notes, though. So. He has. So um, we will roll on through. So just to start with the Patreon again, thanks to Ewan Russell, Gareth Borer, Martin Erickson, and Ollie Hornbreak, who all joined this week. The sport is genuinely really appreciated. The extra content's appearing already, but this will not start charging until the 1st of March. Um, we've now got viewers and listeners from the Central Belt all the way to the South Downs, so it's good news for us. So thanks again, guys, and all of those guys have been really active posting as well. So, um, yeah, thanks very much. Um, I can run through the Patreon tiers again for the top tier people. We have everything you get. You get it all. You get um, our new episodes. You get a list of our picks. You get... All of the good stuff that comes with a $15 tier. The $10 tier, you get a list of our picks every week, which you cre- curate, Andy, I believe. I do indeed. Um, and in the $5 tier, is just a bit of a support and, you know, a couple of pints for the boys. You can find that at www.patreon.com forward slash trampled bet. Yeah. So now on to last week's picks. A pretty decent week, um, although we left it late in a couple of them. Um, it worked out fine in the end. I think that's uh, the main thing. Yeah. John always says if he gets the bankers in, that's what that's the bread and butter. Mm-hmm. Anything on top is is good. Um, and we went three out of three, three out of three in the bankers. Do you want to start with your banker then? And uh, I'll talk through mine and John's. I've got you down for Norwich Liverpool, which apparently was very comfortable. <laughs> Ended one 0 to Liverpool. It was fine. It was three to ten. Uh, I just couldn't see Liverpool not winning that game. <laughs> yeah. Um, and they left it reasonably late, but after they got the goal, it was pretty comfortable. So pretty happy with that one. Uh, John had Barcelona versus Hitafi over 1.5 goals. That was in the first half. I think Barca scored in the 44th minute um, to make it 2-0. That's quite fine. And I had um, on Sunday Galatasaray versus Yeni, uh, 1-0 and... Uh, it was. It looked comfortable. It, they went to like one to ten or one to seven when they were up one nil, which made me feel better. But I've been in that position before and they've lost two yeah. one. One nil is never that stable. <laughs> yeah, anything can happen. But it's comfortable with a big air quote around it. Um, it was nice to get them all in. Yeah, uh, the value picks were interesting. Mine lost uh, to start with St. Druden versus Circle of Bruges. Uh, they lost one nil in the Belgian Jupiler League, but I was bailed out by both of you. We did well. Who, who were in turn bailed out by each of your <laughs> respective picks. So, uh, yeah, John's Empoli versus Pisa, I believe it was 30 minutes additional time. I posted that screenshot on the Facebook group. There definitely wasn't 30 minutes additional time. I don't know, the intern at Bet365 or something that was doing the updates must have been a bit trigger happy on that. There were six minutes and I think Empoli got their winner in that sixth minute of stoppage time. Which was great. And I had uh, Granada, who were 
super comfortable win uh, <laughs> over, I believe it was uh, Valladolid. They weren't down one nil with about eighty minutes gone and came back and won it two one. It was very. It's nice to be on the right side yeah, of too, a late goal. Too late come from behind wins. You can't really argue with that. That's that's pretty decent. Yeah. If you'd been betting in play, it would have been even oh, better. Even better. Um, and then the outsiders. Johns was actually a bit disappointing in that he took Wellington Phoenix and both teams to score, and Wellington Phoenix did win, and that would have been a fine outsider itself because I think it was about seven to four. Yeah, it was just under two to one, but he got greedy with both teams to score shout, which is fine. You know, exactly. he's going for an outsider; he wants to hit a big price. Yeah, um, but it is annoying when your selection wins, but don't do the additional thing yeah. that you've tagged onto the bet. What about you, you, Andy? Who did you have? Also, mine was much better because they the bet just lost. <laughs> there was no hope in between. <laughs> like, it was just done. Well, there was hope. So I took Peterborough away at Fleetwood, and Peterborough missed a penalty in the opening ten minutes, mm-hmm. and that sort of set the tone for what would be quite a frustrating afternoon. Uh, they went one 0 down, got it back to one each. Um, obviously, these are two teams that are in really good form and both score a lot of goals, so it still yeah. could have gone either way. Um, but Fleet, Fleetwood got the late goal and one two one. Not that far off, truthfully, though, are you? Not for a two to one shot. No. Pretty happy. And I had um, Oviedo versus Alcorcon, and um, Alcorcon won 2-1 away from home. They went up 2-0, back to um, 1-2, and then they were getting battered again. I was actually really comfortable with this coming in as a draw, which is annoying. Like That way, when they get the goal back, I was like, it's just happening again. They're going to sink. Um, back in draws is weird as a punter, because you're sitting and your allegiance changes throughout. Yeah, but that's good. It's like, it's like oh, it's 2-1 now, I need them to get an equaliser, but not too soon. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah, then someone will try and get a winner. Usually about eighty six minutes would be great. Um, it was close. It was close. I'll yeah. give you that. And then our charity bets. I voiced. I didn't like John's last week. I think I voiced it first. Yeah. <laughs> because we watched St Pauli play Holston Kiel the week before. Yeah. And they were not good. No. And they weren't good again this week. No. A nil nil game. St Pauli versus Dresden. That was evens. Yours got cancelled. Did it get replayed last night? Tonight is it tonight? It's okay. tonight. So it, for the purposes of tracking all the stats, oh, yeah, yeah. it goes it goes it's down deep. this void. I think I'm the only one that's had two voids. Yeah, well, one of them was a horse race. That's true. It was a non <laughs> non runner. But <laughs> Bet three six five announced this game in the same way. It was like New Zealand is a non runner. <laughs> that's it. And do you know what's interesting? In the charity bet, no goals were scored total. John's was nil nil. Mine's was nil nil. Yours didn't run. <laughs> Mine was void. I, I still fancy New Zealand to win tonight. Yeah. Uh, so so tonight is, is Wednesday. Wednesday night. <laughs> yeah. Um, and mine was um, Cluj versus uh, George Constanza. Um, I see what you've done there. It was nil nil. It was shite. I really, feel you're too young for Seinfeld. There's a lot of clips on YouTube. Right. Um, so yeah. So that was our picks from last week. Overall, it's a profit week. Pretty Which decent, yeah. is the values helped decent. it out. Uh, John was unlucky with his outsider, but pretty decent. We the banker treble is what we strive for all the time. You know, it's called banker for a reason, and it was quite good to hit three three. Let's try and do it again this week. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Moving on to Scots abroad this week. Now, do you like a player Cruyff turning a goalie and scoring? Because Claire Emsley did that this week. It's quite it's good. A, it was an absolute <laughs> topper. Um, yeah, so uh, Melbourne Victory were playing Melbourne City. 
the first goal that um, her team had scored, Egmont scored an absolute banger in the top corner. It was brilliant. She'd been trying to do it all game as well. Um, Claire Emsley absolutely mugging off. The keeper was fantastic. And then she went on and scored again. So she got a brace. Was a really good game for her. A 4-0 win. So she's really tearing it up over there. And that's an away from home derby win. Yeah. That's pretty decent. The nicest away from home win is the one that you have to travel least for. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah. I, wonder, I wonder how far away they are. Oh, so if, it's, if it's like one of those Ryanair kind of things where they're yeah, <laughs> it's like, like six and a half hours away. <laughs> well, yeah, Australia's a big place. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, up next, Liam Henderson. The, John has made notes for this and he's put the leaning tower of Liam here. Not a fan of that pattern, truthfully, but a fantastic win for Emily and for John. Um, Liam so Henderson's the, the leaning together. tower of Liam because they were playing Pisa. Yes, I get that. Yeah. I understand. Um, so Emily 2-1 win against Pisa. Liam Henderson played. He's actually getting game time now. Maybe now he's time to consider him for the Scotland squad. That's not John's opinion. It's too early. <laughs> um, Ollie Burke played 56 minutes. Mallorca beat Alaves 1-0. Disappointing loss for Alaves considering how shit Mallorca are at home. Um, Charlie Gilmore, Volendam 1, Telstar 1. He played the whole 90 minutes. Couldn't get highlights of that. So not sure how he actually played. Um, Ryan Gold for NC versus Oliver NC. 90 minutes. The highlights continually sounded like gibberish, gibberish, gibberish. Ryan Gold, like he's going for an assist. Like you always heard his name before. Oh, and it's off. Um, he basically had about seven assists. It's, it's this metric we talk about all the time. If you put the ball on the plate to someone, you should still get an assist, this, even yeah. if they were poor at if, it. If they mess up the goal, yeah, it's not your fault. No, you still, you still did the assist. He was fantastic in that whole game. A three-one win. That's great for them. Ziggy Gordon, Adelaide beat Central Coast Mariners two-nil. Not looking good for the Mariners at the moment. They are on a real bad run. They're still pretty much better than they were this stage last season. Which, yeah. Amazingly. Yeah. They got some really good wins at the start of the season here. So that, that's helped them out. I see the highlight was a 15-year-old Mohamed Toure, um, Toure scoring a record-breaking goal. So the youngest goal scored in the A-League. And Lana Cleland, Fiorentina 2, Sassuolo 1, 17 minutes, came on at 1-1. Not involved in the winner, but good to see her back. Yep. Game time. And our sponsored player... The co-winning game, so Marco Conti um, was, uh, the game was off, so that's it. Or Carlo Monte. It's Monte Monte Carlo Carlo backwards. Um, So that, and and the Thistle played in the cup, uh, Bar Jonas was cup tied and they lost 1-0. I think they lost because he wasn't playing. Very possibly. Yeah, and that was our Scots Abroad section. This coming week, what you got, Andy? Right, so we'll start with the banker here. Um, we'll do your banker and then we'll do mine and John since he's not here. And we'll slate all of his picks because he's not here to defend them. And that's really what we should do. Picks might be really good. They may be. Maybe really, really good. So we're starting in Denmark on Friday evening, six o'clock UK time. Hobro versus Micheland. Micheland top of the table now by seven points ahead of FC Copenhagen. And they've taken 53 points from 21 games. That's pretty impressive. Their last five matches, 12 points from a possible 15. And they're also the best performers away from home in the entire league. 28 points from 10 away games. Now do the maths on that really quickly. They haven't lost any. That's that's nine wins and one draw away from home. Hobro, third bottom, 17 points. They're really not good at home either. Taking 10 points from 10 home games, which equates to... A draw, a draw game. Yeah. Um, their current form is 
three points from their last five matches. Three draws, two losses. <laughs> Mitchelland will be too strong. Far too strong. You're getting a steal of a price at four to nine. Yeah. I'm all over that. You know, the only thing that puts me off Mitchelland and not anything to do, that's a brilliant pick, is the Rangers game that they played. Like, having seen Rangers beat them. Well, yeah, yeah. okay. <laughs> um, but they're going to win this game. Yeah, dom- domestically, Mitchelland are head and shoulders. They're not dropping any points. Yeah. They should be in a race with Copenhagen, but Copenhagen lose stupid games. Yeah, they've also sold their striker. Yeah. The, two days before their fixture against Celtic. Um, interesting times, but yeah, a great pick in Michelin there for me. Um, so I have went with Stuttgart at home to Jan Regensburg. 4-11 you're getting for Stuttgart. The last six games at home, Stuttgart have won three to something. They're in a fantastic run of form. They're great at home. Regensburg last, lost their last game 6-0 away to Armenia Bielefeld. Yeah, Regensburg aren't up to much sometimes. No, they're, they're up in the table, but they seem to get wins against everyone below them. It's not the teams above they're doing the damage against. They're almost perfect to bet on because the games you think they should win, they do. <laughs> and, then they, <laughs> and the games you think, oh, they're above them in the table, they lose. Yeah, it's how form would be. If it all worked like that, it'd be brilliant. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're, they they lost the last six game 6-0 to a title contender. Poor away record. You're getting four to eleven for them here. Stuttgart went again and won. Obviously, we do our picks earlier in the week. They they won on Monday night. They won on Monday well. night, which a lot of people in our Facebook community were backing because they were advised in there. Yeah, I believe you took it as well. As I a... did take it. I took it as part of a an accumulator that also won. So I like Stuttgart um, and their current run of form. Yeah, it's also fun to see Stuttgart. Um, yeah, so I'm taking Stuttgart at four to eleven. Sorry, I just always love uh, you seen Tomorrow Never Dies. Yeah. Mr. Bond. I could shoot you from Stuttgart <laughs> and still make it look like a suicide. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking about during that. So yeah, John's picks, right? So he has went with Forrest versus QPR over 1.5 goals. At John loves an over 1.5 goals banker. And he's picked a perfect game to do. So Forrest have been really good uh, at home and QPR just score goals at all time they're, they're a great one to pick for both teams to score so over 1.5 is good QPR's away games create 2.8 goals per match and only one QPR away game hasn't had two goals this season he's getting one at four on that I think there's room for to slate him later on in this but this is not the pick I'd be doing it with I think that's solid I think all three are solid yeah so I like our bankers this week on to the values Andy take me on the J League is back woohoo I love Japanese football it's incredible so this is the very first weekend of the new Japanese J-League season, the J-League 1. Uh, they call it in some bookies. Others you'll just see the J-League. Saturday, 5 a.m. in the morning because of the time difference. So Brilliant. You'll be you up. Can, I mean, to watch uh, you can, Yep, you can either get up and watch the stream or you hopefully can wake up at your normal time to see that some of the picks have already come in. Just watch, watch it after the Fury fight. On, is, on, there you <laughs> go. Just roll it. So... I'm incredibly excited uh, to Japanese football being back. Vagalta Sendai against Nagoya. Uh, so Sendai finished last season in 11th place, which is reasonably weird because they were incredibly strong home performers, the fourth best team in terms of home performances. Nagoya finished in 13th place overall and were one of the worst performers away from home. They only got 13 points in the road from 17 matches. So I think this is very much a side that are strong at home against a side that are poor away from home but last year they were reasonably close in the table okay uh, 11th versus 13th but because of the home form and away form matchup I think there's loads of value in taking a very strong home Vigalta Sendai at 8-5 to five. so that's it's better not, than 1.5 to 1 that's almost a John outsider 
Eight to five. Eight to five, yeah, pretty much. It's it's almost it's almost a banker for you. Yeah, <laughs> almost an outsider for John. Uh, Sendai won both league meetings of the clubs in 2019. They won the the home tie three one, and they won the away tie two nil. So for me, eight to five's a pretty big price taking all of that into account. Love the J League. So do I. It's just, great to be back. It's just wonderful. It'll be interesting to see the race this year for the title. Uh, Kashima Antlers, uh, Kawasaki Frontale, Hiroshima. How, how are they going to do this year? Yeah. Loads to talk about. You'll see me picking more and more Japanese games as the weeks go on. And once we settle into a wee bit of form for the new season. So I think there's probably some value on opening day. Yeah. Because you can look at the historical form. You can look at where the clubs are sitting just now. And you're probably getting some value in the prices there. We've also talked about the fact that the bookies, we don't think, have an interest until yeah. there's... Or, or have a, a good steer on the odds until about six weeks in. Exactly. So if you can get ahead of that, you're good. And then obviously six weeks in plus, we have a better steer on things it's as well. It's form time, yeah. So, Vigalta Sindai. I... I'm moving back to the Domino's Liga Nationale. We are at, Dun- well, we're actually at GFC Ajaccio versus Dunkirk. I'm going to take Dunkirk away at the spicy price of 11 to 10. Dunkirk are great away, 5 out of 5 in the league. GFC are okay at home, but the average a draw, 16 points all season. Now, Dunkirk, we talk about all the time. Do not Dunkirk. worry about Do not worry about them if it's 0-0 at 80 minutes. There was an episode we did around Christmas time where we jokingly said we've done our picks in advance for the next what three months and you just said mine's a post-it note with Dunkirk on it yeah and once again I maintain to that form so uh, Dunkirk are a really good price here they're second bottom in the league Ajaccio um, you're getting 11 to 10 I don't really see why there's no midweek games I, you know if you're if you're seeing this and genuinely do not worry if it's uh, 80 minutes because they score all of their goals after that they do they score really late yeah. and they score important goals late which and is the, nice they're in a nice winning run at the moment I'm happy with taking Dunkirk at 11 to 10 now John's value so we obviously speak about these yes in the run up we chat through ideas in the WhatsApp group that we mm-hmm. have um, and things that maybe don't make the cut end up on the extra show mm-hmm. and we talk about why they didn't make the cut and I thought that this would just be patched yeah um, but he's altered it from what was originally said so is he still going with Obama Yang he's anytime? going yes so it started as Lagazette anytime All right, okay. <laughs> and then we had a good conversation about how much game time will he get yeah obviously he came off the bench at the weekend mm-hmm. and got a goal I don't know if you watched the end of the Arsenal game but it was very clear they really wanted to give Lacazette a goal. Was it like giving the... Oh, Aubameyang was playing way wide left. Like Every ball that came into the middle was played to Lacazette's feet mm-hmm. and everyone else sort of left it. You know, it's like giving the special kid at nursery or Cubs mm-hmm. a goal so you can all celebrate with him. Yeah. Yeah, like that. So he, need, he needed a bit of a confidence boost and he's got it now. Yeah. Um. So we spoke about that, but John's pick... He switched. He still fancies one of the Arsenal forwards to get a goal, but he's gone for Aubameyang. Yes, versus Everton. Uh, anytime evens. Uh, 15 goals this season, 26 in the league. Aubameyang has scored every time he's played Emirates, Everton at the Emirates. Twice that's happened. So he's Aubameyang's getting... good for... I've got him in my fantasy draft team. And I know. He generates most of my points. So he scores all the time. It's like Firmino for me. That's, that's where they all come from. I can't argue against an Aubameyang goal. No, I, I can't. Um, anytime goal score... I, Happy with, to be honest. It's his outside and I'm here to slate. So I will do that later on. Um, so Andy, what about your outsider? 
what have you got there? So I've gone for massive odds. The out, the point of the outsider is we give something that will come in at a big price. But obviously, if you're picking a big price, it doesn't need to come in that often for it to hit. No. Um, so you'll probably listen to this and think that that isn't one I'll put in a coupon. Absolutely, that's fine. These are for these are for singles. Um, it's Southampton versus Aston Villa in the Premier League. This is three p.m. on the Saturday. I'm going to take Villa to win this. Uh, Southampton are twelfth. Villa are seventeenth, just above the relegation places. But they're only separated by six points in total. Yeah, it's a long season. Six points actually isn't that much, especially if you can claw three of them back in your head to head. Villa are capable of decent performances. I watched the match against Tottenham last week and they definitely did enough to deserve a point, if yeah. not more. And it was only a very late defensive error that meant they lost the goal right at the end and the match. Going on that performance alone, I think the I think the fact you're getting like 5-1 to one on Villa is big enough for me to take a small punt on them. Yeah. Southampton haven't been... I mean, they've picked up a better form, you know, to get them out of the, the relegation places, but, you know... I, so they've lost the their last. The they've lost this. their last three matches in a row, Southampton. So six points from the last five games. They're pretty mediocre. Yeah, and just if, if Villa can match the performance they put in against Tottenham, and obviously it's a big if they're away from home now. Mm-hmm. Um, and can you motivate yourself as much going down to St Mary's? Maybe not, but I still think five to one, nine to two is a really yeah. big price. I mean, at the start of the season, they'd they'd be two and a half to one here. They'd be. Something like that. So oh, yeah. that's a big, big price. So it's a, it's a drift out from where I think their potential is. So that's why I'm happy taking the taking the large price as the outsider. Fine by me. So my outsider, I'm going to the Turkish Super League. Besiktas versus Trabzonspor. So top of the league, top of the form, 15 from 15. Um, an average Besiktas team they're playing against. They've got Moonlight Week games, Trabzonspor have won the last two meetings of these things. You're having a wee chuckle there at my pronunciation of Trabzons. I was just wondering, why are you not trying not to say the word anymore? Like, you, you got through the first one brilliantly. So now you can just refer to them as them. Them? All right, okay. <laughs> Moving on, I'm taking them. Um, but yeah, so I'm taking the away team here. 21 to 10, you're getting... We've covered this before. Besiktas are average. This is a season yeah. where they're on a bit of a rebuild. They seem to be but winning... They're one, they're one of these teams that I think UK punters will look at the name. Yeah, historically know they've been very good and just pick them mm-hmm. and it probably gives a slightly false price yeah on that and Trabzonspor have been really good they played in the Europa League up until um, I think they get knocked out of the group stages they're in a bit of good form at the moment 21 to 10 for a top of the league team to go away and cement their, their, their lead at the top yeah. it's good it's tight at the top of the Turkish Super League um, Besiktas aren't involved in this race I'm happy at taking them at 21 to 10. The Turkish League's done me really well the last couple of weeks. Seems to be back into... Before Christmas, it was very much out of kind of, as you were saying, UK punters-wise. You'd be like, why why are Fenerbahce losing to Antalya Sport? Yeah. Um, but it's kind of breaking more back into a bit of form. Happy to take them at 21 to 10. I took Antalya Sport last week as well, but only because, just as a just as a part of a winning coupon, uh-huh. only because um, you'd started been looking in the Turkish League. Yeah, oh, it's, like yeah. It's, it's quite good. They play one Friday night game, which which makes me <laughs> makes me look at them. Um, now, John's outsider. He's went with, and I know you'll be sickened by this, a draw. I know he has. Istra versus Belupo. Slavin Belupo versus Istra. Or, or Istra versus Slavin Belupo. 21 to 10 draw. I, I, I'll give you his reasoning, and you can you can make your own mind up here. Three, third worst home record versus the worst away. Three out of five means two have ended in a draw. I just don't believe Istra have enough to beat Baluko. 
Kimbalifo be Eastra? Yeah, I think that's <laughs> looking up. That's definitely the question yeah. that needs asked there. Yeah. So you you bet on draws a lot. Yes. And I don't. So what are you looking for when you see a game that should be, that you think is going to be a draw? And why does this game not have it? Orange stripes. Their right. live score and so flash, flash score. score. So just recent historical Recent historical. When you're in a draw, for me, when you're in, you're in a drawing kind of mood, you continue that. So Aberdeen, remember, just mm. after Christmas, they couldn't score goals, so they were focusing on not conceding them. And that's basically what ha- I, I, I think was happening here. I, I don't think any of these teams, I don't think this is going to be a draw. I think one of the teams will win it. I'd be really happy if it was, because then we'll get an outsider in. Just on my, th- it, for me, it's it's not. That's the only one of John's picks that I don't like. I never like betting on draws, but I don't know enough about this particular league. <laughs> to get involved with the slating. To get involved in the slating, absolutely. It very well might be a draw. Yeah. Uh, let's hope it is. Let's ho- I'm mean, very hopeful that it is. Moving on to the charity bet. Now, are you, by any chance, back in Japan? Yes. <laughs> of course I am. So this is the charity bet. This is £10 of our own money. It goes on a treble. A pick from myself, a pick from Gordo, and a pick from John. And then we put the tenner on a treble. All the money that we make then goes to Beats and Cancer. It does, and we've been doing really well with this. We've had a couple of weeks there. You're, you're on a charity run. You were on a charity run of... Seven or eight or nine? Well, I'm still on it because last week. Oh yeah, it was void. Last Sorry, week was yeah. a void for me, so yeah. there's no no black mark against me. We hit several over the Christmas period, which was really good. It's taken our total up to two hundred forty five pounds fifty two pence since we did started this new format um, on October nineteenth. So I am, I think I'm on ten of fourteen, which is which is a pretty good, good hit rate. Uh, so I'm looking to continue it now, and I'm I just can't help myself. I'm back in Japan, like you you said it, and I was always going to do it. Shimizu versus Tokyo. This game's Sunday, UK time. Sunday at four in the morning, so it's even earlier. Uh, a Tokyo win, so the away from home team is five to four. I think that's brilliant for the team that finished second place last year mm-hmm. against a team that finished twelfth. Tokyo also travel really well, um, so they do well away from home. Shimizu have a poor home record. They only got 22 points from their 17 matches last year, which is quite low yeah. for the Japanese league. They scored 21 goals but conceded 40 at home. <laughs> that is by far and away the most goals in the entire division. Shipping like, goals. N- no other team got anywhere near that. <laughs> it is unbelievable. So a club of Tokyo's quality against a defence that's so poor at home, better than evens. Yes, please. Really happy taking Tokyo at that price. Five to Good. Oh, the G League's just great. Um, I am back in France. I am up a division in the Domino's League 2. La Harve versus Orleans. So, 6th versus 20th. Orleans lost the last five away games. It's a big red stripe down flash score. Um, La Havre, La Havre have been a wee bit poor recently, but they should bounce back here. They've got enough quality to beat a bottom of the league opposition. Three to four you're getting them at. Okay. Um, I'm quite content with that. This was heading towards my banker. The only thing, because it's actually a larger price than I'd, I'd expect this to be in it maybe one to two or one to three, but because they'll have had a wee wobble, 
they're this is why you're getting a much better price. Three to four, I'm very happy to take them in the charity bet as that. And, you know, I am by far the lowest price charity bet this <laughs> this week. As John is taking Empoli away again. So John is doing what I like to do sometimes. If you're on a streak, just keep doing it until it stops. Aye. What's what's the point in stopping a good thing prematurely? Absolutely. Just keep doing it. Even if you even if you think it might be coming to an end the next mm. week, back it until it comes to an end. This is why you're a nightmare in nights out, what you've just said there. It's like, I'm just going to keep going. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Going. Just keep it's going. Just too much fun to these, stop. These Jaeger bombs are great. I'll keep going until I'm sick. <laughs> yeah. And that's the natural end. <laughs> yeah. um, so he's taken Empoli away at Perugia. Three wins, one draw in the last four. All those signs for Empoli are making a big difference Huge here. difference. Yeah. And I thought it was very impressive last week and when John took them as their value, that they went behind and still had enough in the tank yeah. as a new team with new signings yeah. to dig in and grind out a win. Mm-hmm. A really hard-fought win as well. So I'm happy to keep going. Absolutely. He's saying per- Perugia have only won three out of ten. Those were against eight, thirteenth and bottom. Empoli have beat the last two teams higher than Perugia in the last few weeks. Great odds away from home. I mean, Italians away from home is always going to be a tiny bit ropey, but... Two to one for this for a team that are on a bit of a roll and I've got some gel about them. Really happy with that. And be, it'd be interesting to ask him why that why that shout isn't in the main body of picks. I would say because he's outsider. Um, why well, outsiders about the same price? Yeah. Why he put this one in the charity? Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. Maybe it's just I like them both equally. equally. One of them's got to go in there. Yeah. He's been taking gameplay a lot recently as well. Maybe he thought I'll give that- them a break from yeah. the main card. Yeah, back onto the undercard, then they can back up next week when they're at home. Um, so that is our picks for this week. That's the charity treble. Run through it again. So the charity treble is Empoli away at Perugia, Shimzu versus Tokyo, Tokyo away, and La Havre at home to Orleans. A tenner on that. All proceeds. Beatson. Superb. Time to win. So, Facebook group this week, Andy. What have we got? Like, So we've been... built an incredibly big community on Facebook now yeah. um, of people that are listen to the show and are very interested and knowledgeable on an array of different sports so many and good sports, sports. Things. it's fantastic we've had some great winners and some great tips shared this past week I'll give a shout out to a few of the guys, so Ollie Hornby, great shout on Frozenoni at home to Perugia, it was just under evens and that came very closely to Stuart Buchanan with Castro Dier in the Portuguese third tier <laughs> I didn't even know there was a like that was a league that I genuinely wasn't aware existed. Well, on on Flash Score, that's a league that gives you FRO final result ah, only. Yeah, um, but Bet three six five would give you updates throughout mm. throughout the game on that. I took both these picks in an accumulator with like three other teams that day that all came good. So thanks very much, Ollie and Stuart. That was great. Gary Morrison with Tauro in the Panama League at evens. That's something that I know really nothing about. Yep. But he'd done his research, posted his screenshots. And I know a lot of people got on that. That was wonderful. A couple of guys with sports that I just don't bet on because I don't know. So I know a lot about horse racing, darts, golf, these things. I don't know much about cricket. No. Carl Byron, over 14 and a half sixes in England's 2020 cricket match, was just under evens. Mm-hmm. And he wrote out why he thought the over would come in that line. Yeah. There were 26, I think. <laughs> So that is a liberal, huge smashing of the 14 and a half line. Uh, So thanks, Carl. Michael Stokes, this is two weeks in a row now. He's picked one game out in the rugby. Yeah. 
This time it was Leinster minus 14 on the handicaps against the Cheetahs. And he wrote out weather playing a part. The Cheetahs have basically been training the last two months only in warm and dry conditions. Yeah. He thought if Leinster get ahead, they will clear the minus 14. And he was so right. They won 36-12. So that's another handicap line yeah. that was absolutely smashed. Finally, definitely a shout out for Jacob Feldman. Because sometimes when you post picks on the group, other members dislike them yeah. and disagree with them. He backed Preston against Stoke mm-hmm. and got a few words of warning from people underneath. From various sources. Preston went and won that game really comfortably. Fucking glorious, Jacob. <laughs> well done. You can join our Facebook group. Um, just go on to Facebook, search Trampled Bet Podcast. Going forwards, the Facebook Facebook group will be capped at yeah. Patreon $5 tier members. Yeah. It's the cost of one pint mm-hmm. a, a month. month. Yeah. You know, you'd buy us a pint a month, I would hope. Yeah. One pint to say thanks for all the content that's coming out. Mm-hmm. So if you could support us on Patreon, that would be wonderful. As you climb the tiers, you get access to more and more things. $10 tier, so that's two pints a month. Yep. Which is great. You know, maybe you... Well, this week it'd just be me and you. That maybe if you were buying a round, this is the this is the week to do <laughs> this, it. This is the week. Um, so you'd also get the cheat sheet, which is all the picks that we list today, but written down um, and posted on the Patreon page. Absolutely, and that comes in really handy because you don't need to sit with a notebook and pen mm-hmm. like we do and exactly take all the notes. And then the fifteen dollars tier gets you access to all the extra content. So I'll be doing a Premier League of Darts special straight after this. Gordo and John, you did three extra episodes yep, this week. We did the Fury Wilder fight, which is coming up. Um, we did the UFC, which is coming up, and we did Bellator card, which obviously features Chris Bungard in at three AM in Dublin. Um, so yeah, so access to all that content. Myself and Andy and a few friends have also got some really good stuff coming out. Coming up soon with the baseball, when the season starts to kick off, we've got wrestling coming, whole bunch of extra the content. The golf majors, yep. we've got the masters coming up, which is always wonderful. So they'll all be available on Patreon. Please do support the podcast. You can also follow us all on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You can get John at oh, John, John underscore Walker 1986. Oh, nice, because I would not remember that. <laughs> you can get me at ASV Sports. And you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. Thanks very much, everyone. And we will see you next week. Happy hunting. Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.